What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Malari. So here I am, coming live to you, just off of spring break, just got out today. And even though things are great and it's spring break, not all things are going great with the LA Clippers right now. They find themselves losing four straight games now, which the first three of them were definitely different than last night. They were in all three of those other games before last night. They lost last Friday night, 176 to 175 to the Sacramento Kings. They could never really put the Kings away ever. The Kings just kept coming back. The Clips could go on 7-0 runs, and the Kings would come and just hit two or three threes in a row and be right back in the game. That was actually the second highest scoring game in NBA history. So that obviously wasn't the best outcome, but it was a double overtime game, 176-175. Anyone could have won that game. Obviously, the Clippers did find themselves in situations where they probably could have put the Kings away multiple times, and they just didn't do so. But in that game, they shot very well from three, 26 of 45 from three, 58% from the three-point line. They shot 60% from the floor overall. The Kings shot very well, too, 18 of 41. Malik Monk and Darren Fox were unreal in that game. Malik Monk had 45 points, six assists, and two rebounds, and shot 15 to 24 from the floor and six to 12 from three. Darren Fox, 42 points, 12 assists, five steals, and 17 of 27 from the floor overall. Then the Clippers, two stars, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard played very well. 34 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists for Paul George with a block and a steal. Kawhi Leonard, 44 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks, 3 steals. And he was 6-9 from 3-point range. Paul George was 5-8 from 3-point range. Russell Westbrook in his debut as a Clipper started the game as he has now in all four games with the Clippers. And had 17 points, 5 rebounds, 14 assists, a steal to go with 1-4 shooting from 3. And 7 of 13 overall from the floor. So all three of those players played very well in that game. Batum even had 19 points. Norman Powell had 24. Mason Plumlee had 10 points and 10 rebounds. Terrence Mann had 10 points and 3 rebounds. But Terrence Mann's minutes have gone down now. Since the acquisition of Russell Westbrook, Terrence Mann's minutes have gone down heavily. And one thing you can look at with this Russell Westbrook deal is a lot of people are going to blame Russell Westbrook, right? Him signing with the Clippers one-year deal just to finish the season. A lot of people are going to blame Russell Westbrook for the reason the Clippers are 0-4. Westbrook played unreal in his first three games with the Clippers. Unreal. Last night, on the other hand, was a different story. The Clippers end up losing to the Warriors without Steph Curry and without Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins and Steph Curry were both out for the Warriors, and the Warriors still beat the Clippers 115-91, to beating the Clippers by 24 points. The Clippers were on the road, but going into the game, you favored. You have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both playing. Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins are both on in the lineup, and you lose that game. 115 to 91, and were outscored 42 to 16 in the third quarter. 42 to 16 in the third quarter. And I get it. The Warriors were shooting better from three, 14 to 46 from three. They shot 30% from three point range. But the Clippers were 9 of 43 from three point range. 9 of 43 from three point range in that game, and shot 21% from three point land. And do you know what Paul George and Norman Powell shot from three combined? 0 of 7 for Norman Powell and 1 of 8 from 3 for Paul George. They were combined 1 of 15 from 3-point range. Eric Gordon, who the Clippers acquired to be a guy that could help them out off the bench and shoot some threes similar to what Luke Kennard could do, he was 2 of 10 from 3 in that game. Terrence Mann, 1 of 2 from 3, and Kawhi Leonard, 2 of 3 from 3. Those are the only positives really from 3-point range for the Clippers at all. Terrence Mann and Kawhi Leonard. Russell Westbrook, 0 of 5 from 3. Nick Batum, 1 of 4 from 3. Robert Covington was 1 of 1 from 3. He only played really in garbage time at the end of 3 points and a rebound and a block. One thing I love about Robert Covington and Terrence Mann is that they're going to give you everything they have, no matter the score of the game, no matter what part of the season it is, 
no matter how many wins you have in a row, no matter how many losses you have in a row, no matter if you're up 15, down 15, just went on a 10-0 run, giving up a 10-0 run, or you just went on a 10-0 run and scored, you know you're going to get everything out of Terrence Mann and Robert Covington every single time they were on the floor. And that's why I think they deserve more minutes. Terrence Mann was thriving when he was in the starting lineup for the Clippers. Thriving. Somehow the Clippers were 10-2 and when Terrence Mann started with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. 10-2 when he started with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And then all of a sudden he gets moved to the bench and things have gone downhill for the Clippers. They were 10-4 and in their last 14 games for the All-Star break. The Clippers were 10-4 and in their last 14 games heading into the All-Star break. And I repeat that just for emphasis, just to prove that the Clippers really were on a run right before the All-Star break. The All-Star break hits, the Clippers get Russell Westbrook, and things have gone downhill. And when I say that, that does not mean I'm blaming Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook in his first three games, the Clippers played very well. Played very well. The Clippers haven't really had a transition offense at all for the past couple seasons now. They haven't really had a transition offense where anyone's pushing the ball up the floor. And that's what... He's been doing. Russell Westbrook's been doing that. He's been pushing the ball up the floor, creating looks for everybody else around him, great passes. He's a good player, and he's been playing well for the Clippers in his first three games. Last night was not his best game, as I said. I am not blaming Russell Westbrook for the reason the Clippers are 0-4. He is not to blame. Last night, everybody played poorly. The other three games, Russell Westbrook's been a Clipper. He's played well. The reality situation is this, though. No matter who you brought in to the Clippers' locker room, whether it was Russell Westbrook, you brought in another guy, maybe a guy that was bought out by another team. You're taking minutes away from guys you already have on the team, like Bones Highland, like Terrence Mann. And that's a reality situation. The Clippers have too many guys in this roster that all play similar ways on the basketball. They all play similar styles of basketball. And that's why there's so many guys that are just buried in the depth chart, like Robert Covington, like Bones Highland now. I mean, even Terrence Mann, they got six minutes in the first half last night against the Warriors. And then plays in the second half and the Clippers, you know, a down 42 to 16 in the third quarter and third quarter scoring. It's just the Clippers can't find their footing because they just have too much depth. I think that's what their downfall is. I talked about this over the summer that I said the Clippers are so deep and I was talking about how great it is. But I think there's a negative to it because when you hit a point and you have too much depth, You're taking minutes away from every other player on the team, and you're not really putting out the best lineup possible because you can't. There's just too many guys that can get playing time in this team. There's only five positions on a basketball court at once. And another thing is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard can never play back-to-back games. Paul George will be playing tonight. The Clippers are actually back in action tonight. They will be playing at 10 o'clock versus the Sacramento Kings on the road at Sacramento. But Kawhi Leonard's out tonight. Marcus Morris is missing his second straight game now with an injury. And Norman Powell with a shoulder injury will be out tonight as well. And Avica Zubats is questionable. So no Leonard, no Powell, no Morris. And then you have Zub, who is questionable. So that's the problem. The Clippers just continue to find themselves in situations where they used to respond, adversity used to hit, and the Clippers would always respond. Last year, they were down 35 points to the Washington Wizards, and they found a way to create one of the most historic comebacks in NBA history, capped off by a Luke Kennard three-pointer and one. He had a four-point play, wins the game. The Clippers ended up winning that game where they were down 35 points. But that magic, that adversity the Clippers once had, they don't have anymore. They don't have that anymore. Where are they going to find that drive in them, that dog in them that they've had for so long? I always said... 
The Clippers have a dog mentality. I call it the Clipper mentality. Because you know every single possession from the last two or three seasons, besides this one, so the last two or three seasons heading into this year, you knew that the Clippers were going to give you everything they had in every single possession. Whether that meant jumping on the ground and diving on the floor for a loose ball, or diving into the crowd, trying to make a play and save the ball for going out of bounds, or it meant setting that extra screen, or you know playing hustle defense, going full court in transition on defense, never giving up a two-on-one or a three-on-one. You knew that Clippers team over the last two or three years always was just so capable of facing adversity and overcoming it and playing that hard-nosed, gritty type of basketball. This year, the Clippers do not have that in them. And here's my worry. Here's my worry. There's only 17 games left in the season, and the Clippers have the seventh hottest remaining schedule in the NBA. 17 games left. They face the Memphis Grizzlies three times, the Sacramento Kings once, the Phoenix Suns once with Kevin Durant, and the New York Knicks once. Of their easier games, they play the Magic once, the Thunder twice, the Bulls once, the Trailblazers two times, the Raptors once, and the Lakers once. Right now, the Clippers are the seventh seed in the West. They were the fourth seed heading into the All-Star break. They're now the seventh seed, and where do you think they can go from here? I don't know. That's a question I'm not even sure of. Do I think they're going to turn it around to some degree? The 17 games left? Yeah. I think they'll make a slight run, maybe win nine of their last 17, maybe go nine and eight, 10 and seven in the last 17 games, make the playoffs, maybe through the play-in. And then who knows? I don't think anybody still wants to play the Clippers, even though, yes, they are broken right now and the team is just not going in the right direction, I don't think anybody says, oh, I want to face Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Tyron Lue in the playoffs. Even though things are not going well right now, the Clippers are still a mismatch to a slight degree for other teams because you can sometimes bank on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George having those types of games where they take over. Has it happened much this season when they've both been going off in the same game? No. But how many games have they played together 40-plus minutes on the same night? You can never get them both playing 40-plus minutes three games a week. You might get two games a week where they play together. But there's always going to be one game, that, or maybe two, that one of them sits out in. And that's just the reality of what the NBA is right now. It's all about load management. It's all about load management. And the Clippers have been victim of that for the past couple seasons. But they've found ways to win ball games over the last couple seasons. And this year, they're just not doing that. They're not doing that. And it pains me to say this because I love the Clippers. Everybody that knows me knows I'm a diehard Clippers fan. With every single win I live and with every single loss I lose. I'm winning when they win and I'm losing when they lose. And that's the problem. Now I'm facing the reality that even though I think they probably will turn it around at some point and they'll still make the playoffs, at least I hope, I don't think this team is capable of winning the NBA Finals anymore. Even after they lost that game to the Kings last week, then they followed that up with another loss to the Denver Nuggets. That was another overtime loss by 10 points. They showed a lot of grit in that game, though. They were down 35-22 to 22 in the first quarter. At one point, they were actually down, I believe, 18-2 to two it was. In that game, they showed a lot of grit, though. And there was still confidence that you could have in that team. They were down 20-4 to four at one point in that game, in the first quarter against the Denver Nuggets. You would still have confidence in that team. They ended up losing that game. But you saw some positives. Paul George had 23 points. Kawhi Leonard had 33 points in that game against the Nuggets. Russ Westbrook played great. 17 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 5 steals. But the difference is, the Clippers just don't have that it factor in them that they once had. They follow that loss up from the Denver Nuggets with another loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves at home this time on Tuesday night, 108-101. That was a very winnable game with Kyle Anthony Townsend not playing for the Timberwolves. It was really only Anthony Edwards... 
McDaniels and Gobert for that Timberwolves team. And then Nas Reed had a big game, as he always does against the Clippers, it seems like. But you let Edwards go for 18, McDaniels go for 20. McDaniels was 2 of 5 from 3, Edwards was 2 of 5 from 3, Mike Conley was 2 of 5 from 3. But the issue in that Minnesota game for the Clippers was turnovers. They had 24 turnovers in that game. 24 turnovers in that game. How can you win any game in the NBA when you have 24 turnovers? They had 25 turnovers in that double overtime game against the Sacramento Kings, which it's essentially five quarters. Two five-minute periods is essentially an extra quarter. So in five quarters, they had five turnovers per one just about. So 25 total turnovers in that double overtime game last Friday night versus the Sacramento Kings. Then in that Nuggets game, they found their footing a little bit better on offense. Shot 48.9% from the floor, 32% from three-point range. The issue in this game wasn't turnovers. Only had 12. They had less turnovers than Denver did in that game, even though it was an overtime game. The Clippers only scored four points in overtime, and they were out-rebounded 65-41. to 41. Of course, the Clippers didn't really have enough size in that game. Avita Zubac was out, out with an injury. So that plays a role in them being out-rebounded that much. But it's inexcusable to be out-rebounded by 24 rebounds in an NBA game. You're not going to win many games where you're getting out-rebounded by 20-plus rebounds. Even 10-plus rebounds is a lot. So 24 rebounds is a ton. Is a ton. And one thing the Clippers did well in that game against the Nuggets was go on a run in the fourth quarter. They outscored Denver 32-23 to in the fourth quarter to send the game to overtime. They're down nine points heading into the fourth quarter. They go on a run, found their footing, and they end up sending it to overtime and still finding a way to lose. Last night, though, to the Golden State Warriors, they lost 115-91 to to a Warriors team that only really had Klay Thompson, Jonathan Kaminga, and Jordan Poole. Poole at 34 points, had five threes. A couple of those were just nails in the coffin. It was just like every time the Clippers needed a big stop, Jordan Poole hit a big three. Klay Thompson had 19 points, 11 rebounds. Jonathan Kaminga had 19.7 rebounds. Overall, the Clippers are out-rebounded 64-54 by Golden State last night. They had 16 turnovers, which wasn't efficient. But obviously, the Clippers have had worse nights like that game last week against the Sacramento Kings where they had 25 turnovers and then against Minnesota on Tuesday night, 24 turnovers. Obviously having 16 turnovers last night wasn't the best, but they've had worse nights and turnovers were not the reason the Clippers lost that game. Poor shooting, 9 of 43 from three-point range. They shot 21% from three. They were 32 of 89 from the floor, 36% from the floor overall. And if you look at the box score, Mason Plumley, 12 points, 20 rebounds. He was the third best scorer on the Clippers last night. Eric Gordon at 16 points, shot 6 of 16 from the floor, 2 of 10 from 3, was atrocious from 3-point range, did a block and a steal, and 33 minutes of action actually led the Clippers in minutes last night, which should never happen. Kawhi Leonard, 21 points, 7 rebounds, 2 blocks, 2 steals, had a minus 24 rating, which was actually the worst on the Clippers team besides Terrence Mann. He was 8 of 12 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3. Paul George, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 of 8 from 3, and 3 of 15 from the floor. Russell Westbrook, 8 points, 6 assists, 0 of 5 from 3, 3 of 12 from the floor. That just cannot happen. You cannot have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook playing like that. That's why I think Bones Highland, Robert Covington, Amir Coffey, Terrence Mann, I think all those guys deserve more minutes now. And you might see that tonight with Norman Powell being out and Marcus Morris being out and Kawhi Leonard being out and maybe even Avita Zubats being out. You're probably going to see more minutes out of all those guys. But at least you know what those four guys I just named... Bones Highland, Robert Covington, Amir Coffey, and Terrence Mann, they're going to play with a chip in their shoulders because they want more minutes. 
Everyone else is guaranteed 25 plus minutes a night. Russell Westbrook, when he's playing, he's playing 25 minutes. Marcus Morris, when he's playing, he's playing 25 minutes. Norman Powell, he gets 25 minutes a night no matter how he performs. Same thing with Paul George, same thing with Kawhi Leonard. Yes, that's probably the way it should be. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George should be playing a lot of minutes every night. But there's a reality that so many guys on this team that deserve more minutes. And I understand there's only five plays you can put on a basketball court at once. But Tyron Lue has to figure that out. I understand it. I'm sure there's been a frustrating season for Tyron, Tyron Lue, just like it's been a frustrating season for every Clippers fan. We deserve better than this. The Clippers deserve better than this. We went into this season with the highest expectations to win the NBA Finals. And right now, I'd just be happy getting to the playoffs and maybe winning a few games. And it's sad to say that because this Clippers team was capable of so much more than what they've been showing. So much more. It's on Paul George. It's on Kawhi Leonard. It's on Tyron Lue to figure these things out. You have to figure these things out. You have to. There's no more we can wait till next season. Because next season, I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are both in two different places. Whether one of them's in L.A., and the other one's gone, or they're both out of L.A., I do not think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will both be Clippers by the start of this coming season. Because if you think about it, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard only have one year left on their current contract. One year. One year after this season. And I truly believe that Lawrence Frank, Steve Ballmer, and the Clippers front office are going to find a way to rip it up, send Paul George and Kawhi Leonard their separate ways, send Norman Powell somewhere, send all their assets they can, to places that could use them probably better than the Clippers can right now and just get stuff back for the future. Get stuff back for the future because this Clippers team isn't really going far with a starting lineup of Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Marcus Morris, and Avita Zubats. You have four guys over 30 years old. Kawhi's 31, Paul George is 32, Russell Westbrook's 34, Marcus Morris is 33, and then you got Zoo, he's 25. Then your bench, Nick Batum's 34, Norman Powell's 29, Mason Plumley's 32, Eric Gordon's 34, Terrence Mann's 26. The Clippers are an old lineup. Old lineup. Even though I had the highest expectations of them to win the NBA Finals, I still thought even before this last loss to the Warriors last night that they still could turn things around. I just don't see this team winning the NBA Finals. And hopefully I'm wrong. I truly believe that this team is capable of winning the NBA Finals, talent-wise, if you look at their roster. But there's just something wrong with this team right now. There's something wrong. They don't say it's a locker room. They don't say it's a locker room. Everybody loves Tyron Lue and everybody said, Paul Georgia said it, Kawhi Leonard said it, the locker room is still tight, which I'm sure they are. But there's something wrong with this Clippers team. And that's why I think it's very capable that LA rips it up this coming off season and Lawrence Frank just gets back what he can for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You'll still get draft picks back for them. You'll probably get a couple players too to build around and then go from there. Because if you look at it overall, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard came to L.A. with expectations to win the NBA Finals, and that's just not been the case. Hopefully I'm wrong tonight and they get a win. They'll be playing the Sacramento Kings, who currently are right now the number three team in the Western Conference, 36-25 overall, winning four games in a row, seven of their last ten, winning four straight games. They're on a hot streak, obviously beat the Clippers last Friday night, 176-175. to We'll see what the Clippers do tonight, but hopefully they figure it out. But Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Terrence Mann were on such a hot streak before the All-Star break and they've only played 10 combined minutes with all three of those guys on the floor together since the Russell Westbrook acquisition. And once again, I'm going to say it. Russell Westbrook is not the reason the Clippers are losing games. Because if you look at it overall, he's played well in three or four games and has helped you have a chance at winning all three of those games. Last night, no one could help that Clippers team. That team was going to lose no matter who was on the floor because of how broken the Clippers were from three. 9-43 from three, it doesn't matter who's on your team, you're not going to win that game probably. Especially being out-rebounded by 10 rebounds and being outscored 42 to 16 in the third quarter. 
You're not going to win that game. You're not going to be saved. Russell Westbrook is not the reason the Clippers are losing these games. Casual fans are going to say that, and people are going to say that in the media because everybody loves to slam Russell Westbrook and hit him while he's down. And I don't understand that, and that's why I root for Russell Westbrook more than any player in the NBA. Because Russell Westbrook has been criticized for the last two or three seasons, and he was a scapegoat for the Lakers, and he continues to get criticized now as a Clipper. Russell Westbrook is not the problem. And I think Russell Westbrook deserves to win. He deserves to win. All the criticism that he faces every single game is just unwarranted. But the reality of the situation is the starting lineup should be Russell Westbrook, Terrence Mann, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Avita Zubats. Marcus Moore should not be getting the minutes he gets when he's healthy. And that's, that's on Tyron Lue. Figuring out the rotations and getting the Clippers back on track. We'll see you tonight tonight. Hopefully they turn it back around tonight at 10 o'clock versus Sacramento Kings. I'll keep you guys posted. But thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good one and enjoy your weekend. Thank you.